0: You're very welcome to this week's edition of The Clash Act and I'm delighted to be joined in studio with me tonight by former Kilkenny Hurler, John Mulhall. John, you're very welcome. Welcome. Uh, great to be here. <laughs> I always get roped into these situations, so... No, but uh, look, it'll be it'll be very very easy. I'm I'm, I'm very easy going anyway, so I'm sure I won't have you in no, a little no, ball in I the corner crying. I don't mind. Ask what you need to ask. Not good stuff, but I suppose... What I'll start with at the moment is 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 just literally yourself, you know, you're obviously going to be trying to keep yourself fit and keep yourself right. Um how are you finding the, you know, the whole restriction things and things like that at the moment for yourself with your own life?
1: Um Asher's tough enough. Um I suppose the thing that's kept us going the last few weeks there is um Peter Juklo and Ken Coogan have taken over us and their Tullerone connections. So we're actually in a, a running uh, league against Tullerone, so it's kind of Saint Martins v Tullerone. um. So at the end, so at the start of the week, you could um five k could be the target. So everyone runs their five k, and the times go in, and then at, on the Sunday evening, then they send out an email, and Tommy Welch has done whatever time, and John Mulhall has done whatever time, and there's a bit of a crack and banter with it, so. it's, just, it's kind of the the real competition that's yeah that so it's driving it on. on so you're in teams then against say three Muckley lads team or say Martins and then three Tullerone lads and it's just kind of a bit of competition but it's actually been great to say if there's been 5Ks 3Ks 2Ks this week and then it's back to 5K next week so I think a lot of lads are getting injured just from not warming up properly the, yeah and the inactivity of Say this just kind of started, and you just do five k, and lads are just doing it, and probably haven't done anything for months. So, and just just like like I, I know myself at my own club,
0: like the uncertainty of when we're going to be back playing again. Like you know, we we still don't know is it going to be county first or club first. You know, we're we're all guessing, we're all assuming it's going to be county first. Um, I don't think that's in concrete at all yet. Like, is the whole thing? a complete mess or do you have sympathy for the GEA
1: in the in, in the scenario or well, the you have to have sympathy for them um, the way it worked last year was sure it worked off well enough um, in terms of the competitions were short and I'm sure it's led to the situation now where like w- w- the split season is in for next year so ultimately it probably opened their eyes and the CPA or the Club Players Association got what they wanted um, and we are where we are now. This year, my ideal situation would be that they play the leagues, May, June, back to the club the same as last year, run it off in three, four months, all your competitions, and then the same as last year, then have your inter-county leading into kind of November, Christmas time, and hopefully by then you would be able to go to the matches and say... Like everyone enjoyed last year, the Intercounty, in terms of being able to watch them during, say, that time of the year. And it'd be even better if you were able to have crowds and go up to Dublin of a Friday night and stay up the weekend and make a real weekend of it. But just from, from, say, from a player's perspective, like my argument on this is
0: I thought it worked brilliant last year. I thought the The club championships were much better
1: um, for the time that they were played. in if you get me, so it was un- um, it was unbelievable. Like <laughs> that's, it was the best year. Most let's say it was the best year of hurling ever. You were hurling July, August. But do you, do, you, do you not think
0: like the CPA have come out and they've said right? We've got a split season, and this. Now, like I spoke to the chairman of the CPA last week, um, the former chairman, because mm. they disbanded. Apparently, they fixed every problem in the world now, and they don't have any other problems ever. And I did ask him. You know, they 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 formed the CPA on on a one agenda policy that there was literally one thing they wanted to get, and they've got that now. So they've they've, they've disbanded. And I was like, you know, really, is it there, is there only one issue in the whole of club scenes? But and, for me, and yeah, go on. But for me, my my argument on this is everyone says that the GEA's focuses on the club,
1: but it it doesn't feel like that when you're in the club. Well sure. It's just after breaking this week, more or less. The the GA brought in that now that the injury fund is not covering players' wages um, for this year, which is after causing consternation. It's only kind of really breaking to the clubs now that if a player gets injured this year, there used to be you'd got covered wages wages for twenty six weeks. Whereas now that's completely gone. You used to get three hundred if you were out for half a year. It used to be fifty-two weeks. Now it's, it was gone to twenty-six. You'd get three hundred for every week you were out, and now that's been completely behind the scenes, gone in terms of cut. No players. So if you're a self-employed player, you have no protections now for your wages um if you get injured in a hurling match and it's it's is it a coincidence or i don't know is that the cpa disbanded and then this news broke like where did it disbanded all right you got a split season but like there's so many as you were saying issues they're, out they're there. and this, and this and issue is going to be huge because uh, there's already lads in our club kind of pointing at where's the wage insurance now it wasn't spectacular right you get covered I just noticed from being secretary you get covered four and a half thousand for an injury right so if you're going privately to do your cruciate right if you can get a cruciate done for four and a half thousand you're somewhere in Eastern Europe because there's no cruciate injury in Whitmore is going to cost you four and a half thousand it's going to be six, seven, eight thousand to get a cruise ship done so basically already you're half you're only getting half the money if you're privately getting your cruise ship done so now we're in a situation where the wages are gone as well and I, I no one really knows this yet but it's been breaking in the times and the examiner these last couple of weeks I think they send out this kind of um, email to secretaries there about three, four weeks ago just saying this is happening and never really made it a big big issue. But obviously, Offaly County Board have thought kind of brought it up at Central Council, but it was kind of brushed under the carpet. But it's only kind of breaking in the last couple of days how big of an issue this is going to be. So, like, if you're a club player, 32, three years of age, self employed how are you going to risk obviously coming off Covid you're probably down money already and then go out and play some Junior B match later on in August and be out of work for 12 weeks without any wages compensated and supposedly this joke has been running since 1926 this there was always there was a wage your wages were covered since 1926 there was a fund of money that was there and that's been gone now they're saying oh COVID people's money is down or whatever like it's a, I don't know what's the story or this is the biggest issue that I know it's probably only breaking now but this is probably a bigger issue than anything that's ever come before and the CPA disbanding because they've got a split season to you you'd think you know, well I do, it doesn't make any air. sense that like they the, disbanded did they, they disband because of this that was going to be such a big issue or like alright split season everyone was calling for that in fairness and it worked out like they'd have never got only for COVID I'd, I, I'd agree and I think to be fair to the CPA they, they've actually acknowledged that it wasn't because of them that we got the split season it no. was more because of COVID the, which is there's no way the split season would be it, they could have talked about for a hundred years and they'd have never but to me, it's 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 a kind of a nonsensical
0: thing. Like you put out, if you like, if, if if we're going to be honest about things, if if the GEA are saying that the club player is the most important, and the club is the most important, the GEA knows now that the club is the most important because without the clubs, there is no GEA. You know, the, the club is the heart of the GEA. But my my concern here, and I, and I've and I've argued this is, you've played senior intercounty hurling. And when you play a senior intercounty county Hurling in June, July and August, you're not going out to St Martins pitch to play your matches. You're going to Crow Park, Nolan Park, O'Moore Park. You're going to some of the best playing surfaces in the country at the best time of the year. You're not going up to Tom Walsh Park in Skiach on a wet night in October to try and play a Hurling match. And I just can't understand how no one seems to understand that surely the club players, if they're going to be playing on, on a lesser pitch it would make more sense to let them play at the time of the year when them pitches are at their best so that you can express yourselves a little bit more. I found that this year's club championship, other than the workload that was given on the guys in Nolan Park and in fairness to the ground staff in Nolan Park, they've done a wonderful job all during it, maybe there was too many matches played there but the likes of Dunmore, um, Bally-Hale, um even Conaghy Shamrock's pitch, one of the nicest pitches I've ever seen for a club team. It's a, it was a phenomenal pitch but I've played on that pitch in the winter time and it's, it's nowhere near the standard of pitch that it's on offer to you in July or August and I I just think when county players are getting everything anyway surely and also from a managerial perspective if I'm Brian Cody and I'm managing a Kilkenny Senior Hurling team surely it makes more sense for me to have three or four months of club hurling to look at fellas that I didn't hear of before that are standing out for their club and saying Jesus I want him in my panel and bring him in then Oswald it's
1: crazy like obviously to, to the year just passed and the winter time hurling Obviously, there was a couple of matches where it was wet and windy and it probably took from the spectacle. But, like, the pitches were perfect. Porgy all of these pitches, winter time suited it grand. Now, I know the big 40,000, 50,000 Munster final day was gone in terms of... But there was no crowd anyway, so it didn't matter. But, like, it doesn't matter if it's winter or summer. Those matches are going to go ahead on a nice field. Like, Club Hurling, during the summer, 90... Well, 100% of the people are playing... So, and the other 98% of the club, and they should have preference. Like, I know there's money and all this, but like. But like, you'd still go, like, this is. Yeah, you know, oh, like, that's what I'm saying. In November, in, November. in November, that's what I'm saying. And so, even you're going up there for a weekend. But the cost be,
0: side of it, like, you go up you have 10 to you.
1: pints in you on the Friday, and
0: you're. No, you know what no, I mean? Oh, no, you get a full weekend. Like, mm. and, and I actually. Myself and my wife were talking about this. Try and get a hotel in Dublin. In the middle of the summer. It's impossible. You can't like it's just so more, much more expensive. Mm. Whereas what do you do in November in Ireland? There's literally nothing to do. Like the club championship is finished. You've got the the Leinster championships in the club and that they're a complete farce at that time of the year. Mm. Like Goren Goren had an absolutely unbelievable senior hurling team a good few years ago. DJ Carey on a Charlie Carter, Pat O'Neill, one of the best club teams in the country. And they got beaten, I think it was in a in a Leinster final or Leinster semi final. They played up in O'Moore Park in Leash. In I'm gonna say January, December or January. I think it was December, and it was fog, the pitch was half frozen, it was in bits, and and they got hopped off. They didn't get hopped off, but they, they lost the game that they should have won. If that game had been played in May, June, July, or August, they'd have absolutely you know, they'd have been flying into it. But I just I just think it's all I think it's grandstanding. it's all great to say, oh, the club is the most important in the whole life. it's the most important, play the bloody club championships first, get them finished and then go in and play your intercounty county championship because Crow Park is going to be full for an All-Ireland final whether it's in November, December or August or September. Now, that's just my opinion.
1: Yeah, I oh, know. You're 100% right. Like, But, oh, look, I have so many issues with, like, the way I was just looking back at the 99 yearbook there um, this morning just it passed up and I was just looking at it just to see like what things were like back 20, 20 years ago and like there was so much greater selection of games right I looked at there was a Masters Hurling Championship right so the over 40s I remember going to the matches there used to be there was one match played before an under 21 All-Ireland and you had like four Fenley's playing there was over 40s right but like there was something there for people finishing up imagine an over 40s championship now existing yeah, yeah. today you'd be still able to see well a lot of them are not at the 40 yet but in two years time you'd have all these lads that have won 10 All-Irelands the Jackie Turles the yeah. Owen Larkins all these playing, guys playing and like you could see the joy in all those pictures it was like all these lads stars of the past and even then the kind of club lad that probably was like say a lot of lads that, like, say, for example, Bobby Shore from our club or Johnny Ryan from Clara. Lads that didn't necessarily break through to the Kilkenny team when they were there as 20s, 30s, but then were able to get an opportunity to hurl with Kilkenny after that. There was those games. There was North-East-South, uh, I think it was the Jim Farrell tournament, where the best North lads would play the best South lads. They're all gone. Um, inter firms. There used to be inter-firms competitions, Glambia, all this. There was games for people all, like... I'm 32 now, right? I've been, what, played... I've been kind of club, whatever, right? So when you're getting knocked out with your club in September, there's not until next May, right? So that's nine months of inactivity. Whereas there should be games available, like you should be... Like one example would be, right, I'm a post-primary teacher. There's hundreds of county or club players that are teachers. Why don't they have inter-firms, solid inter-firms in December, January, on fields like Dunmore where they have lights and play off these games and give people games? I know this is getting away from the club. No, you're right. Like a structure of, like all these games used to exist and now they don't. I don't know why they don't. Is there no one to push them? does not shouldn't be anyone to push them like if 40-year-old lads want to from Kilkenny want to make a team and they do in Tipperary and Cork and there's only three counties, play them off, let them play a competition, give them a, a cup and say they're they all earned over 40 gentlemen. But it's it, it surely like it's all about everything is about involvement, it's all about yeah, getting people participation, to play, get and
0: all about that. Um, like if you look at at the soccer side of it Like we were only talking about Before we went on air The night owls Like it's a bit of crack Lads get to go And have a bit of soccer And it's a bit of fun Lads are getting out of the house And I know Lots of people That see it as a, as a social outlet It's not No one takes it too serious You go out and have a bit of fun Everyone wants to win When we're playing
1: well, Let's throw ideas out here Like So We'll we'll just focus on Over 40 for two seconds Give an example Of what you could do There's 40 clubs In Kakenny Right 10 from um, Over 40's from 10 clubs, over 40s from 10 clubs, say four over 40s teams within a county, uh, say South, down your side, Blacks and Whites, Greg and Matt, get a few clubs, Ballyhale, and a few, join up. And then they pick a panel and they play off a semi-final and a final. Give it a cup, a night out, everyone's happy. Uh, Underage, so much wrong with what's gone on underage the last few years. Like, the county minor championships have taken over the whole thing two years ago they played 10 matches right the county team 24 lads right and they probably played used the same 5 subs so 20 lads played took up from about May to September they got to the All-Ireland they lost about 3 games they should have been out after they lost their first game like it was in the past I looked at um, let me go to, into my photos here I'll get you up An under 16 um, Rich, The great Richie Stone wrote Right um, This was the 99 um, Yearbook Right The under 14 tournament Despite feeling a strong team Tony Forrestal now Can Kenny fail once again To make any real impression Who was on that panel James Cha Richie Power Dunnick Cody, John Tennyson Michael Fenley uh, There's more uh, t's, yeah Well that's the under 14 Nina Co-op Right Let's go this The Kakenny under 16 hurlers Bowed out of the 99 Co-op tournament Without as much as a whimper um, When they lost both of their opening games Against Galway and Leash Right Galway and Leash Now um, On a disappointing day for Kakenny Blah de blah This panel Herity David Herity Tommy Welsh um Michael Rice. How many all irelands have we added up now? And uh <laughs> Brian Dowling Shane Hennessy, who was the greatest underage hurler ever. Um right? Uh Kenny were four points down with eight or four points up with eight minutes remaining, but Leash finished strongly and sent them packing. Right? This is Richie Stone underage tournaments. Kilkenny lost the All Ireland that year. That was ninety nine. Is that the Kilkenny yearbook? That's the Kilkenny yearbook.
0: You, like, I'm going to start first of all without the teams and without any of the competitions. Do you not think that the way that that's written, and if you were on that under fourteen panel, we know what these boys have went on to achieve. Yeah. Now I want you to imagine, I have a thirteen year old son at home. Yeah. If he was on that Kilkenny panel and I was reading that article, and I'd be thinking one of two things: either one, the guy that wrote that article is a dickhead. Yeah. Or number two is, I would never let my son play for Kilkenny again. I'd get him to focus on soccer and whatnot because I think to put that in our own yearbook about a players, a bunch of kids, yeah, like that must have been like uh, when you when you look at it now, like you're I a teacher. Would,
1: I would disagree with you fundamentally, on that.
0: Fundamentally, yeah, you disagree with me. You think it's okay
1: to to, to, to I to would say tear apart a couple of kids. T- well, tearing apart in the yearbook is the end of the year, like it's written. There's no one puts too much heat on it, really. But you're not 13 now. No, but I was 13. And, and do you not remember getting the newspaper after your under 14 well, match to see that you get mentioned? D- the waiting is gone now, right? I didn't make. Did I make the 21st? No, I didn't. I did. Uh, 13 and 14. I was actually closer when I was 13, right? Got dropped. Um, I don't know who rang me. It was either Matt Root or someone I don't know. I still remembered. Disappointed. Move Life on. moved on. Yeah. Grant, under 16. I remember going into the trials, Richie Hogan and John Joe Farrell were on the minor, so they, the only day they played, they came back and they played the Nina Co-op. They were on the minor panel. Brilliant. Um, made that great. Next year, 17, onto the minor team. I was driven by that 14. These lads, who, if you added up all those names that I added up, probably have 200 All-Irelands. Losing that those days... Was fundamental to their development in terms of right okay, the guys wrote an article saying he was just outlining what happened. We lost to Leash, we lost to Galway, we're gone. Right? That's the way I'd read it. Other people would be like, Oh my you wouldn't chocolate spoon it like and no, say, No, I
0: wouldn't. They were unlucky, no. they're 13. Um, you know, <laughs> no, no, I'm just, I'm just yeah, being I know, straight I know, with you. Yeah. you know, like, and, and I, I, I just think it's gone overboard. Oh, I'll give you an example about, and, and you're on about mm. gone overboard. There's, a, there's, there's, there's inter-county footballers that played football from my school at home. I would have been on the football team as well. And I remember one player getting brought on as a sub in a Leinster final. Getting brought on as a sub. We were losing to St. Pat's and Avon by about three points, but about seven minutes to go. And this guy got brought on as a sub. And he got thrown in full forward. He was a big lump of a fella. So they fired him in full forward in the hope that he might break a ball for us. And myself and another lad were in the two corners. And a couple of balls were bombed down on top of him. And he missed the two of them. And they took him back off again. And I remember watching him traipsing off the side of the field. And in my heart, I was thinking, you poor fucker. Like, this is a nightmare, right? And I was so disappointed to see it happening to him. And I couldn't... It, it deflated me. And yeah. about five years later, I was sitting in a pub watching Westmead playing a match and your man was kicking about six points. And I thought to myself, you know, fair juice to you. Because I personally would never have kicked the football again if that was done to me. The humiliation of that. And I was 16 or 17 when it happened. And I just felt so bad for him. Like So I think people handle it differently. I get your point that it, it, it's 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 only a little yearbook and
1: it doesn't really matter. But that's not the point that you're making. You're making... No, you're and and obviously to bring a lad on and take a lad off is completely different. I Like, for that lad, you'd be giving out to the coach like, come on now. that's Lester finally was getting in the way, yeah. in fairness. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, that. that's way worse than someone writing, just outlining, like, we lost to Galway and Leash. It was terrible. Like, you know, you should be... Well, not terrible, but like... Well, Kilkenny would see it as terrible. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like Kilkenny then had gone seven years, so that was 99. We lost to Cork. We had... Think, looking at it, say these days, they'll be giving out, oh, is there players coming through? We're looking at it like... No one knew then, in 99, losing under 14, 16. This is a disaster. These boys... We won't win in All-Ireland for 40 years, the way this is going right and then 99 2000 win next thing four years later these boys are all on the senior team and they're the best hurlers of all time end up being like so there's no correlation between like there's a lot of kind of negativity you'd hear there now and I know it's probably COVID emanating and just everyone does a I place about like the structure in Kilkenny but the underage structure and Negativity saying coming through to the senior team, like lads were saying, Oh, the players are not as good, blah, blah, blah. blah. But pl- it's very
0: hard, like, I hear that and I see where you're coming from. But I think sometimes people need to forget, or, or sometimes people do forget, the players that are coming in now are coming in to try and replace the greatest crop of hurlers of all time.
1: But uh, well, we're after, I'm outlined there, 99. These boys were the worst lads of all time, you know what I mean? these boys went on to be great these lads that are coming through now like obviously it's different then like JJ or Tommy never were in a gym or this stuff there's another kind of like they're saying oh Limerick they've been in development squad since 12 and they're coming through and they're doing weights and all this right but they have a remarkable crop of players if the remarkable if the players were doing Wait, since they were 12 and they weren't as talented Limerick wouldn't be winning All-Irelands it's just you have a crop of players that came at a time could Kenny have done it back then they'll do it again there's no need for like people to be panicking and all this like what's going on now obviously the last few years Kenny let the development squads go but obviously the plans that have been outlined by Mr Muldowney recently seem great bringing new coaches in 25 young lads there coaching them it's going to breathe a breath of fresh air because when I was doing development squads and all that like you wanted to go in and see a coach that was going to benefit you and obviously probably it got a bit stale over a few years and it was probably still the same structure it needed to be breeding new life and hopefully that's what's going to happen next you year. You think too. that the underage structure in Kilkenny will start to freshen up a small bit and... Like if you stay it's like any organisation if you stay static you're going to be passed out and obviously we have. Like we were the back early 2000s I I was probably the first those lads were the probably the first lads that went through with those lads I outlined. We were the probably one of the first counties to have development squads. And we were ahead of the curve. Ten All-Irelands later, we were still doing the same thing. Everyone, three years after us, had started doing development squads. Then they started doing other stuff. And we were still... Like, doing the same thing. <laughs> twenty, five lads go in there of a Wednesday night and poke a ball around and see what happens. Whereas Limerick's, Clare's, Wexford's were putting lads on programmes, strengthening lads. And then everyone watching the under 21 or the under 20 against Galway at the uh, Christmas there or whatever time it was. And we're like, why are we losing the match and why are Galway so much stronger? Obviously they're m- much stronger because they've had probably five, six years of... Weight training. Well, not yeah, Strength <laughs> but but, and conditioning. Yeah, strength that. and conditioning. Whereas our bodies are probably a bit behind on that. And it's going to take three, four years our hurling is still better than them. I'd say Kakeni's hurling like there's no county can ever be better than Kakeni at hurling because we're so engrossed in the actual game maybe because it's only the one sport in that county 100% I'll go back into 99 again right we'll go football
0: yeah
1: every competition finished right the last 10 years in Kakeni 15 football has been completely and totally de- eradicated to the point of extinction in this county due to the inept, the county board basically saying hurling is our game. Give the games a bit of respect. Football, right, Muckley is a football club. I'd say an even more so than hurling, right, my own club, right? We won four in a row or whatever. Every time I ever went training when I was from 6 to 18, it was 6 to about 14, it was half and half, right? That was in from 92 to about 2002. Every competition, under 14B competitions, finished. Three, four weeks, championship, leagues, done and dust. Same as hurling, everything got pled. We Do you know when you go to the back of the yearbook and you see like, not played or... Yeah. Like if you go to the back of the 99 yearbook, every competition played.
0: But you see, when I came down here first, the, the biggest shock that came to me was the the football championship at adult level. Intermediate football championship, senior football championship
1: and, and junior football championships. They're all played off by March. But even if that was happening, even if that was happening, now... The seniors and intermediates kind of roll on to, to start a few league games. Forget our championship games. Forget about, it, and then it kind of gets finished. But is it just an afterthought, in Kilkenny? Is it, it a, is, a box ticking exercise that the county board? It has is to an say? afterthought, but at least an afterthought that's finished is better than an, an afterthought, an afterthought that's, that's just left aside. Yeah, like I thank God I took a screenshot of it. Minor football championship, Ryan A, ninety nine. Um, what does it say here? the minor football championship was again completed before the close down for examinations. So they were obviously doing it before, before the June. Leaving yeah, yeah. Right. So nowadays they'd have, oh, there's too much pressure with the Leaving starts. I'll get on to that now in a minute. OK. Right? Um, this has now become the norm for these championships and it's proved the best time to run them. Right? So obviously they're saying we're under pressure, we're getting it done. Yeah. Right? Job done. Right? Who won? Uh, Comer bet Aaron's own bet, James Stevens. Who was playing? Uh, Jackie Turrell was playing. Uh, Owen McCormick, Richie Hayes. All the village greats that went on to whatever. They were togged out, they played. Right? Yeah, Owen spoke to me said he loved this football. Nowadays, you'd have probably uh, none of the five best village hurlers would play the football. Just through twenty years of, I need to focus on the hurling, the minor selectors. If I get injured, all this bloody mental like, par-
0: paranoia. You're, you're, that's like, like people don't seem to realise this. Like if you take Wexford, who are
1: pretty decent at both codes, football yeah. and hurling. No, like I know they're yeah. better at hurling, but we're the only county in Ireland that doesn't do it. Right? And then they're wondering, they, they give, why did they let Kilkenny off on it? I we should be fined But Curry, because Curry have put a lot of work into their hurling in the last number of years. Unbelievable. They're giving it an effort. Kilkenny gives it no effort. There's loads of solutions to it. The number one first solution is to finish the bloody competitions and have it that, all right, under 14, 16, minor. Big deal, right? Four, five weeks, whatever about If you play it and get it done, it's done, right? But at least it's done. In Kilkenny, for the last ten years, these projects—they play a couple of league matches and then they just forget about it. Just oh, the hurling leagues are now there's under fourteen, which is crucial. So like, all right, primary school, the competitions get finished. You'd probably, if you put the ten best primary school footballers in Kilkenny beside the boys down in Kerry, they'd be just as good. I would one hundred percent state that as a fact, right? because they will they'll have played football probably not as much in the clubs but they're as good as what's out there right then comes they go into secondary school they go into say St. Or systems whatever, yeah. or whatever and they well whatever the first of all thing is that the county boards under 14 football that's where you're straight into or under 13 football where did you go to secondary school yourself CBS and did you play football ah uh, but yeah but, 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 but did you play football Well, in school in CBS, no, no, it was just hurling. But like Kieran's played football. Um, But like, what happens is when I was there, right? When I was growing up, under fourteen B championships or A championships, whatever, was played. You played, you played your games, play Thomastown final, uh, go go down to Lawlers. It was then have your chips and sausages, um, have a food fight, whatever. (laughs) It was done. You won your championship, enjoyed playing football, job done. Now the competitions don't get finished. There'll probably someone say, oh, they finished the under-14 last year. It's not good enough, right? There should be every competition. We, Muckley, won the last under-21 football championship in 2007, right? Now, you're getting kind of past the age of developing or whatever then. But, like, still it was played, Right, we played an under twenty one football championship. These things need to be finished, and that would help in football. It would be the start of where football could go in Kilkenny And is there any like, it's never going to happen, though, is it? That is it. You can't like. It's easy to happen. It's the fixture. It's 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 the fixture. It's the fixtures committee, and it's getting the games played. But there's how many want to do it. They don't want to do it but they have to want to do it yeah, for it to happen but who are these like the county board the county board is where I think the football board is disbanded now so they use used to whatever is going on now so it's the junior board or whoever looks after the football but like if you just 52 weeks in a year right there's loads of time there's loads of time. Well, Wexford do it rotating weeks.
0: So when their championship starts, it's a football championship this week. Yeah, I, I saw that this year and the way it was working. No, this year was different. I know, yeah. But like, I, I, I trained the Duffery Rovers, which I was on their. I was training their football team, and this is a number of years ago. I trained their football team, and somebody else was training their hurling team. And the chairman of the club sat me down and the manager of the hurling team down, and he said to us, "Look, would you mind? Because we need you to work together, obviously." Um, so. That took me in as a selector on the Hurland panel, and brought, I brought him in as a selector on my football group. But we did train, and we knew in two weeks' time it was the first round of the football championship. So when we trained, I took Tuesday night, he took Friday night, and then on a Sunday we'd go half and half. But on the football week, we'd focus on football, and on the hurling week, we focused on Hurland. And we competed at both senior level in football and intermediate level in Hurland, and we were you know, we were competitive. But every team does the same. Liam Ryan is talking out for the Starlight Rapparees in football in Hurland. That
1: will never happen. This is this is what I'm saying. That never happens in Kilkenny. But it's gone so far now, right? Every lad my age, 32, from ter- I'd say from 30 up, every lad that has existed up to then could play football, right? Left, right, hand passing, everything. They still can do it, right? It's like riding a bike. Yeah. <laughs> right? Every lad from 30 down to about 15. I see them coming through playing the senior football. They're not able to hand pass. They're not able to solo. They're not able to do a lot of things. Now, in the main, right, there there is obviously exceptions. A couple of taste to that, yeah. Right? But they just weren't developed. They weren't, like, the competitions were never finished. So there was never that motivation to get better. And it was all hurling, 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 which led into the football's demise. And that's where we are. So the only way you can solve bring it back is to when started they, under 10s 12s 14s well again. they're still good at primary school so primary school and then finish the competitions have you like and this is not even getting into the big issue of county teams because obviously they're not going to focus on county teams because you're if you're that's taken away from the hurling and that's never going to happen but even if the clubs were improved or the club championships were improved everyone would be The standard would know, lift anyway It would lift and it doesn't matter if you if you get the 20 if you got the 15 best primary school lads in Kilkenny to play at any other county they would give them as good a match as that. so it's it's the failures of the system that lead then from 12 up to 21 and then obviously you have Kilkenny minor teams and under 16 teams they're just made up of probably a group of say the 30 best hurlers are generally and a man, the 30 best footballers so that group then is probably 30 to 90 of people the people they get for those teams that get bet by 50 pints or 100 pints are a selection of 30 to 90 and whoever goes in to play those matches yeah so it's never going to develop at that. But don't even focus on that. If Kilkenny could just get their own time to finished, that would be a big improvement. We, we, okay, we we we'll skip on a little bit then from that. I, I I take your
0: point fully on it. I just want to look at at your your own career. Like if you've touched on it, you were involved with Kilkenny panels from quite early, under 14s under 16s um, you played minor. You played right through with Kilkenny. Um, you played minor for Kilkenny. I did uh, two two years. Yeah, yeah I think you
1: won an All Ireland the minor. Uh no, we were bet to two years. Um we were bet by Dublin in the first round in 05, um, disgraced. And then 06. Why did you say disgraced? Were you hammered? No, we were just bet by a pint, but it was, it first was the first we were bet by Dublin, Dublin. And right. then <laughs> and then 06 we lost by a pint. Um the, what happened was they had a full back line temporary of Porigmar was full back. Brendan Marr and Michael Call so that was their and they continued on it was basically their senior team of today and we barely bet but uh, that was it and then like when you broke into the Kilkenny senior panel itself hmm. like do you remember that time like you were very very young like you were probably 21 um, I was 21 but sure I'd been training 07, 08, 09 kind of in and out you know the way you that time I used to get brought in there was no 45 lads it was just 30 and one lad might be brought in to be a soap. so I would have been in for a good few years and and oh nine I got in and for the league and was dropped in and we played with UCC and Probably celebrations lasted a bit too long, and then left me on that. And Did that? Re- was that? Was that the reason you were dropped off the panel? Well, no, nine. No, oh, well, no, nine was before I even got into the panel. But I could have pushed on and got, probably got there for the four in a row. In in two thousand nine, you kind of gave more focus to your college's team. Yeah, and that's another thing. Like the, the Fitzgibbon, like freshers. So obviously, there's a progression. You play with your school, right? I never played with school because I was probably a bit too bowl so then I got I, went, I left school at 16 leaving Search straight out mad out the door I played a freshers championship on a Thursday right this is I played a minor match with my club on the Friday and I played a senior match on the Saturday right and loved it now I mentioned it on another yoke there recently about player burnout now that wouldn't be allowed to happen because Yeah, and I Too many games. Like, what is the issue? There's a major issue with too many games. I um I don't because if you're only playing GA, right? People have to make those decisions. If you're playing soccer, rugby That was a major issue too. Yeah, uh, but it's only the best lads are affected.
0: The very, very best. Yeah, I know, but when you're 17 or 18, we don't know if you're the best lad yet. So
1: we need to mind <sighs> I, like I wasn't. I'm not saying I was the best lad, but I was. No, mad. I'm sure they were happy to let you burn out. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, like but I, I,
0: I, I take your point, but like, we, we I'll have to press you on it a small bit. Like, no, press me, because I'll you answer. See, it. The, the the problem you have is, and this is this is when you get to an elite level. So f- freshers, isn't. An elite, elite level. No, but
1: you have, to go tr- you have to go through these processes
0: of to reach the top. I agree. So, but what I'm saying to you is if, 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 if we're playing a freshers, but if you're good enough to be on the Fitzgibbon's team, right, yeah. and we say, right, so John Mulhall, I want him for my Fitzgibbon team. Yeah. But then we have to look at it and say, right, I'd like him on my club senior team. He's important. He's a very important player for us. So I need you for that no too. Issue, yeah. Brian Cody wants you on the Kilkenny senior hurling team as well.
1: You're an important component right, for that so team. Who We're talking about here now a very slick few but we'll we'll focus on them. JJ Delaney, right? 19 years of age. He will say to you, point blank, your WIT days, would you ever take them back? Winning Fitzgibbons, whatever. no unbelievable times. You're playing with lads from every county, right? If you don't have those, right? And another thing they brought in, it went down to under 20 from under 21, right? Every time I played under 21 for three years and that's when the crack really gets going, right? You'd play a match on a Wednesday night. You'd go out to Wednesday, you'd go out to Thursday. Now, we're not going to make this a, a thing, right? About drinking or anything or anything about that. But the social element of the celebrations and all of this. It doesn't matter if it was a Leinster semi-final, there was an element of camaraderie, right? Yeah. You'd go out on the Friday night and play with your club. The matches came thick and fast at that time. I don't ever have... See, the problem happened was then, right, Fitzgibbon now is more or less, they're trying to get rid of it. Under 20, they're bringing in this thing that if you're on the senior panel... You can't play under 20. Madness No I'd, I'd agree with you on that one Like the Fitzgibbons and
0: and, and, and the other Cups the Sigerson's and whatnot. not they, they tried to play them earlier in the year and, and allow the county players that were involved in that competition didn't play the early leagues rounds of the
1: National hmm. League to try and work that was this the case three, four years ago Yeah But it's after changing since No the, I understand that I, I think the stride
0: See I think the idea is if they'd worked with that system it would have worked but like you take yourself personally right and I don't mean this in a negative way Yeah But like It's it's well documented John that, Like at the time That you were in college You were a bit of a wild boy um, Yeah Right And like I'm sure you don't regret The crack you had in college Right But at the same time Like Did you miss out On major Opportunities With the Kilkenny senior hurling team Like you came on as a sub For TJ with- Reid in in, in 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 a National League game In 2010 And um, you know, one of the subs that was brought on in that game was yourself. Now, I know, I think a, a, few, a good few people would always say when I when I'd ask about John Wall when he was playing and what he was like as a player, a lot of people have said to me that you were a very stylish player, you were a good player, you were more than good enough to be on the Kilkenny Senior hurling team. And the question I'll ask you, and I'm, and I'm being genuine with it, was was it part was it was it your lifestyle it didn't fit into the Kilkenny Senior hurling team's plan, or was it the Kilkenny Senior hurling team's lifestyle didn't fit into yours?
1: Uh, well, no, not see, so I did four years in U C. so I started when I was just gone 17, so I was yep. gone out there when I was 20, right? So then I went to Queen's and then it was WIT, and then it was <laughs> you <laughs> uh, love college, then it was Limerick, but no, there was never any issue with any of that. Like, most nights when people would be going out, I, I actually used to just go home because I'd have something on, like a match or whatever, but like after the matches, right after a UCC match or after a Kenny under 21 Leinster final or like the whole issue is to you know have you know a bit of a celebration or a bit of you know and enjoy those moments which is
0: I, know, I completely accept it but like what I'm saying is was there ever situations where you had a Sigerson's match or a Fitzgibbon game a big game and it was a horror of a session
1: after it, a proper session you went out. Well, say, we we won the Fitzgibbon in 09. Right? Yeah. And there was probably, there was probably about a week of celebration. So from the Saturday to the s- Thursday. Right? Yeah. Back for Kakenny training on the Friday. Right? And Martin Fogarty knew well the crack. And he, I was marking Jez Ryle and Ryle destroyed me. And I would say I was dropped in 09. I ne- I hadn't met the panel fully at this time, but I obviously missed out on featuring in 09. Then 10. But did you miss out on featuring in 09 based on that training session? Uh not on the training session but probably the the fact that they knew you were on the beer. Well not that I was on the beer but like on the beer for a week. <laughs> yeah. But like yeah, but sure he's they, they would have known the crack, yeah. That obviously the celebrations and you weren't performing. But that, was there other, other Kilkenny players on I your,
0: didn't really... Was there other Kilkenny players in that group which are celebrating?
1: No, I was the only one down there. But mentally, I wasn't in the place where I was going to make it because they'd just done three in a row. I didn't think really that I was going to break onto that team that year. I don't think I had it in me. I was under 21, all right, but... The thing in my head at that time was that the under 21 was such so good that we used to be trained so hard with under 21 and I was still under 21 that it was enough for me and then the year after when I was out of under 21 that's when I met it then for two or three years but it was all yeah I was in the zone then mentally but you were old enough then to have matured a bit yeah yeah but I still had the under twenty. when you still had the under 21 to play with your own cohort of mates your own pals your mates Yeah, yeah mates that you would have grown up with it the whole way along. It was way more appetising than going and playing with the senior team and, said the seriousness that comes with that. But the under-21 was just... It was a stepping stone. The Fitzgibbon was a stepping stone. These stepping stones are now being taken away from players. Under-20, right? So that year of 21, 1920, right? You're still not fully in charge of your abilities like there's the exceptions but like 21 is a crucial year and you're being lost out and now that these guys now if you're 21 and you're kind of say a junior club and you are go back to your club you're gone that's unless you have some innate drive but you're playing down in Greg Nemanah of Friday night there's no one going to be looking at you really yeah and your own mental like that person is struggling from there whereas when they had the under 21 say Niall Welch was a perfect example from Slave Rue in 2008 we won the under 21 Ireland 2009 he was in training with Kilkenny and 2010 he was on the panel in 2010 with me as well and if he had to lose out on that under 21 year say it was under 20 back then he wouldn't have he wouldn't have his like his all Ireland he wouldn't day have out got there yeah. yeah yeah he wouldn't have got there and, and that's what's going to happen here now the way things are gone and it's a national thing that they're bringing in these things the destruction of the Fitzgibbon freshers um but what's the like, what's he, like
0: before I go, like we'll come back to this as well because I want to talk to you about the changing of the year and the minor as well because it's it's something I think it's yeah. it's it's worth discussing. But just, just to finish out kind of two aspects with Kilkenny and then I want to talk to you a little bit about Kildare. Yeah. Um like when, the first time I, I, I actually got into a conversation with anybody about John Mulhall, I, I don't need to tell you where the conversation went instantly with the person I was talking to and it was, you know, I'm not from Kilkenny so I tend to not, I, I believe half of what I hear and then I need to see it nearly to believe it still and um, I watched the videos of the celebrations after you'd won the All-Ireland and I watched where you, you kind of sang the song and it was mm. a bit of cracking the whole lot, you know, and then Brian said you may have just witnessed the shortest intercounty hurling career yeah. of all time and then, you see, these stories grow legs, like you know. Oh, and yeah. then, oh, but by the time you're sixty, you'll be sitting down and you'll be told that Brian Cody sat you down after that song in Langtons and said, "Look, you're gone now forever. I yeah, never want to hear you again." Like the question I'd ask you: I, I'm intelligent enough. I think I'm intelligent enough to assume <laughs> that that everything was in Jess on that time, and Brian's comment was in Jess. Yeah. Was it just coincidental that your Kilkenny career
1: kind of ended? I don't think it ended instantly after no, that song. No, there, there was, was not. Another no, it was it, like it was the end of the next league. Yes, and obviously, I'd got loads of chances in that but you league. You must have heard this a million times. Oh yeah, I hear it every day. Sure, <laughs> I was teaching up in Dublin post primary for years. It's just I don't even. It's War of ducks back now. I just put on the song when it when I go if there's someone asks and we have a bit of crack for a minute and that's it then and that's. But there was never. The, was there ever a
0: conversation about
1: it? Was no, it was no never, Of course not. Never. And I, like the year after, sure it was 2012, like there was, Parik Welch was coming, Killian Buckley was coming. I'd got a few chances in the league. You still had Tommy Welch, all these boys, all them lads still going well. I was never really on the team. So, so I wasn't ever a mainstay. Um, I was probably in the, 20 to 24 bracket or 26 and played got a few chances didn't play well enough and you had five unbelievable lads not, not, not even not in not the, on panel. the panel dare to come in. And like Sure obviously Park Welsh, and Buckley are going to be it, Bray Cody's looking at and he's like he has these two boys in the wings and he sees me foostering over a ball down in Walsh Park. Um, a big thing I never really mentioned it before but it was an issue was Back then, there used to be this Kenny cats, and uh, it was super a super cats, was, yeah, yeah. No, no, it was a, um, a discussion forum, right? All right, okay, yeah. And yeah. I'm not going to start going mental health or anything like this, or anything, but they used to bring the the boys used to be sending on uh comments like, Well, all the turtles fell over a ball, you know. And it was just like, you know, the usual like Twitter, it was before yeah, yeah. kind of, and just like, Bebo or Out, something, how the bloody hell is he? You know, like, I devised that on Jess and then, as the league went on, I was reading all this more and more, and then I just got worse as things went on, you know what I mean?
0: As um, but like, I, I know you say, oh, we're not going to go down this whole mental health thing and all that, but surely, like, you're probably... It didn't,
1: it didn't bother my mental health at all. No, no, but no, I no was, doubt. It was in the back of my head. Of course it So is. I remember a puck um in Walsh Park one day, I came on a... Fr- for about ten minutes, and he kept just bringing me on for ten minutes at the end. So, like obviously, in my head, I was like, it was getting worse every week, right? And when I was coming on, then I was like, right, I have to do something. And I was going down to the ball, missed the ball, and I had so much stuff in my head about all this building up over a kind of a, a league period, which is a short time, like seven or eight weeks. Yeah. That by the end of it, I I may as well have just threw my hat at it because my confidence probably was.
0: But business, th- that's what I was going to ask you. Like it's 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 like I remember reading an article about a golfer um that was using a performance coach, the same guy that done Johnny Wilkinson's performance coach. I know these are all nuts, yeah, yeah, but, yeah yeah um the guy that talks to Johnny Wilkinson about his kicking and getting his mind right and he was doing it with somebody else another golfer but he was I was reading an article one time and he said a golfer sacked his caddy after a Masters competition it was one of the best golfers in the world someone like Nick Faldo or someone it wasn't Nick Faldo but someone like that standing over a shot on the 17th in the middle of the fairway and a lake in front of the green and he'd said to his caddy 8 iron or 9 iron you know and the caddy was like "Mm, Jesus 8 or 9 either will do it you know just fucking avoid that lake yeah. And obviously he put it straight in the lake and he sacked yeah. his caddy straight away because in the back of his mind, he wasn't even thinking about the lake. He was thinking, how close can I get this to the hole? And it's it's a bit like when you say, it doesn't bother me that people were saying, how's he in this Kilkenny panel? What in the name of Christ? He's falling over balls and all that. But it does. It comes into your head. It's oh, yeah, in the back of your mind. Like I'd say if Twitter had been around um, when you were playing, like, like I, I seen what went on last week in horse racing with, with, yeah. with Gordon Elliott. Like, I mean, what he done was indefensible, and it was it was foolish. But my God, what the people did to that man on Twitter! Yeah. It, it, it's 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 far, in my opinion, it's far worse than what he done. And I'm not defending what he did; it was terrible. But this, <laughs> like, do you look at Twitter? Do you look at social media uh, and, and see some of the stuff that's going on? and well, that yourself, was probably
1: the start of it, 2012, and all that kind of phones started coming more into our lives. And but like, like the phones. I don't know how you could give a kid a phone up to about 13 now because they're just so invasive and Well I heard yeah. my, my one of my young I have two sons and a daughter but one of my
0: my youngest son asked his brother to set him up with a um, a YouTube page or something yeah. I don't know what they're doing and and, and and I just heard them talking and Eddie Junior turned around and said no I'm not doing it and I said it to him afterwards kind of I said why will not you set up that page for your brother and he said because he'd be bullied to death that yeah. straight away and of course when you're a
1: parent it's different because you'd be so worried about something like that straight away I'd see it it. in school there the whole time like over say I'm teaching seven or eight years now but over the seven or eight years lads are different now like crack is different do you know when you're in a room with lads they're not they're not the same young lads are not the same as what they were like everything has moved on like the phones are more important and like the next app is the next they just want to be on it straight away like but it's the next thing yeah like the days of going out and do the kids go out and knock lumps off each other in the yard at lunchtime? they still do but like (laughs) they'll one of them have a video up of it you know what I mean like (laughs) and then it's a big oh like whatever school there's a fight in if there's one in town or one anywhere the boys will have it up and then next thing some curtain, Twitter, insiden, on Facebook is like, oh look at Jimmy donan wherever, and gets blown up into this big massive thing. Young lads have been fighting since time the, began. Time began, yeah. You know what I mean? Like everyone is meant. Like going back to Garnier, like I'm not going to say I'm too much about, it, but like, terrible, indefensible. But like, he might have been just there for that split second, waving at someone. Like I don't know. We don't know. We weren't. I there. don't know. No one will ever know. And. These things a phone is a picture is a moment in time. You know what I mean? It's like you could be at a funeral and having a laugh about someone says yeah, yeah, someone said it. something nice about someone and a bit of a crack, Johnny did this and remember that and you laugh and next thing oh the picture's up. You could have been your could have been your father or whatever. You know what I mean? It could have yeah, been. Yeah. And it's like, oh look, he must have murdered him because <laughs> 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 he <laughs> smiled at his like <laughs> oh, oh. no
0: no it is, I, I suppose technology is is moving us on oh, it's
1: moving too fast for us i know
0: before because i want to come back to something else that i want to talk to you about but before i do that the, the Kildare the Kildare the move to Kildare yeah. the, like i remember it at the time but i don't remember it well enough like did you have to talk out in a football match was that? I can't remember. No, was, no, the, the, no, no, no. There was another. There was another intercounty.
1: That wear. was Johnny Johnston, I think. That's it. right,
0: Johnny Johnston yeah, had to talk, talk out, out a hurl, hurl, hurl match. match yeah. um, <laughs>
1: like, was what he? was
0: happening? in Kildare? Did they decide that they were going to have the League of Nations and bring everybody into hurl for them? H- no, genuinely, there was about ninety players fight I say Joe
1: Quid R- rang, and I don't know how he picked me out. Of, he could have picked a. Were tout? you teaching there or where? I was. Yeah, I was. I was in Dublin, but I was actually just living in Kildare. But like. He just rang me out Nowhere There was no
0: You weren't playing Club hurling up there
1: No But there was a rule there There was a five people Could play Christy Ring From Other counties Other counties So Obviously he rang 24 lads from Galair And probably The interest wasn't strong That year or whatever And he just brought in Five lads But sure It ended up in Like we played Carlo We drew with Carlo And we nearly got to A 2A final Which would have been Unbelievable But sure, David Reedy from Limerick was playing. Yeah, that's right. Like, Michael Reedy's brother. Like, obviously, we had a great league. And then next thing, Championship came. And there was a rule. We were playing Carrick Shock on Friday night. So I was going to play with them and play with Kildare on Saturday, right? You do it for one time only. But then a funeral got changed or something. And then if they were on the same day, you had to play with your club. So we were playing Carlo in the quarter final of the Christie Ring and myself and the two Reedies missed out on the match and that was it. And it did Kildare no good and it did us no good really. Like we just got to play a few matches. It didn't bother, but it didn't push sure If it went on since, like... Surely it would be so beneficial
0: for a county that's not a stronghold of a sport
1: like if you yeah, take see, Kenny see, if we the had... issue was we played Armand the first round of the league right and they ended up getting relegated okay but like obviously the proposition the amount of bodies in Kildare they're going to benefit 100 times more from players moving Expats, than yeah, yeah. than Armagh so obviously Kildare were getting stronger and Armagh like were fighting against sort of the gap was getting like, way too big for I'm not going to move to Armagh and drive down to Dublin to, you know. So it's it with them and it's gone now. But should they've won two? Like, I'd like to say that our being there, like, was actually, like, David Reedy really was unbelievable. I was like, how is this lad not on the Limerick team? I was like, he'd be on the Kilkenny team. And he's he's a sub on the Limerick team, kind of coming on. I thought, I thought he was as good as any of the boys. I'd, and like he comes on for Limerick, he's unbelievable. So that just shows how strong Limerick are. Like he was dominating those matches, like he was only twenty-one or twenty at the time. And did you with with the Kildare setup, I know I know the answer to this
0: question without asking it though, but I'm sure it was taken serious. There's no point in saying it wasn't
1: taken serious. Like you know, they, I thought that it was more like, in the few years, 2012 to 2017 or 18, I don't know what year it was, I thought Kildare were nearly doing more training and more advanced and more kind of technical training, for want of a better word, six years later than Kikennie were doing. In yeah. your time there. Yeah. So, and I'd say that was magnified. If you, probably if you went to Kikennie training in 2018, it was more magnified than it was in 2012. Um, so that's the way the game kind of went on that far, and, and did you have a ex- good crack when you were with the Killeary team? Did you have a few sessions and a bit of no? There was no, there no, was no, because no, we were gone by, like we lost the first round, so I never, it never, it was kind of never worked and out as well. The following year, it was, it was never. Then they decided the following year that that they weren't going to play with the foreigners. Ex- they hit the foreigners. Yeah. <laughs> so sure, look, it was an experience, but um to go back
0: before we go forward because I want to talk to you about another sport but to go back the under-17s taking the minors because I, I kind of seen your roll in your eyes a while ago about burnout and, and also pressures of exams and the whole lot but it seems the minor championship no, no yeah. I'm not yeah, go I'm, on, I'm, go I'll on. give you all the time in the world it's your show but the <laughs> minor championship I assume it was moved to under seventeen so that the Leaving Cert students wouldn't be playing in the a minor championship anecdote
1: for this Go for it Right Brother Damien Brennan Right legend of the game in Kakenny was an advocate of right you'd be trained away, serious man most serious man I've ever met two of us never got on but I still respected him right because he him and me were two polar like it was like two different ends of the earth right <laughs> but the way it worked was that he would say like it could be May 30th and you're busting each other in training right I remember Mark and Neil Pendergast he's a doctor now 600 pint man Um, we trained on say the Friday before the Wednesday now um, whatever trained hard next thing he goes Burden says this is the best thing you could do for learning right probably about 10 of that team got like 500 plus pints like there was no issue with the hurling Now everyone has to take a two-month break. I'm a post-primary teacher. Like, there's no issue. Like, the leaving search is not a difficult thing. You know, like, they make this out, like, it's only after starting, like, they're saying, oh, the stress on on kids. Right, there is huge stress. But they're creating it. Yeah, they're creating it. Get out and play hurling. Like don't be worrying about your two broken fingers like you get two broken fingers you can still write with if you if you break those three fingers you can still write you can still write with the two fingers here Do you know what I mean your two index finger and your thumb like and what if you break them I sure what if you do do it the year after it's not <laughs> a big deal it's not a big deal what are the chances it's like a million to one chance well
0: they, like, I, like like see I have I, my, my problem with it is and I'm, I'm actually with you on this one John Um. I see it with, with my own team and next thing the lad said to me mum said I can't train
1: um, and I said will you tell parents your mum and modern day parents my mother and father used to, like obviously it was just, might have been just me they were sending me out the door get out I played a junior B championship match the day before and in the middle of me leaving Yeah, no, no. I, like, you, you know, see, know what I mean like <coughs> obviously people are different and people are focused on exams and it's a very important thing you go to college blah 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 but it's not to be all and end all. And if you do break your finger, so be it. I'd say you can nearly get scribes to do it, write it for you and you could say. Oh no, us. you actually
0: can yeah. get somebody to, to, yeah. to write your exam. So
1: where is the issue? Like people will like you had that minor team training hard the days before the leaving search. No issues. Everyone went on to their careers and that was then this is now nothing has changed. Oh, like only, genuinely... only people are like parents saying, oh, this and that about pressures. The Leaving Cert existed for the last 40 bloody years, you know, or whatever amount of years. And the pressure hasn't changed. In fact, the exams are being dumbed down every bloody year. And I'm a post-primary teacher. They're getting easier. In 2005, if you put the 2005 Leaving Cert, beside the 2019, which was the last one, they're after getting two free leavings the last two years, so the 2019 one. you would laugh because there's a big difference between the two. There's been bits taken out of curriculums, and exams are being we're getting made into education now, <laughs> not sport. But no, no, I, like, like like they're doing everything they can, and the way things are going, like you're doing your leaving stuff. So what? Let's go club train now. To take a month and a half off then they need to go on a holiday for <laughs> you know this is in normal times obviously. No, but this,
0: but, the, but the, the point that you're making like it comes back down to the simplest thing in my head like I remember I, w- I wouldn't have been the hardest worker in school I definitely I would have been probably the, the furthest thing from the hardest worker in school Like I absolutely hated school uh, I loved playing sport in school and having to crack but I didn't like the school side of school but what I would have to say is I found getting ready for leaving certs and stuff like that it didn't bother me because I wasn't overly phased by them but what I did love was my local club whether it was the soccer team or the Gaelic football team we went and we kept playing like I I, I never remember missing I never remember saying to mum um, oh there's a soccer match on Friday night she, my mum didn't mind if it was the leaving cert maths exam was on Monday if I wanted to go and play the match at the
1: weekend it was encouraged go on get out because you're not going to study for 30 Brother Damien Brennan teacher for 40 years brother went, was a full advocate of do this uh, train and play and there'll be no issues the man lived his life by it and everyone was grand now 20 years later it's a big hoo-ha then like it's just starting in primary schools when I was in primary school right there was three four subjects there was Irish English maths and Hurling right they should be still the four subjects in schools around Kakenny primary school right what does it make like I started on, on all these little bits of fancy Dan a bit of science for a six year old bit of geography all this crack if you were good at the three of them you could do all the rest in post school yeah, in yeah. secondary school you were obviously if you were coming from a country school or any school if you had maths English and Irish you were put into the top class or whatever that still probably doesn't go on as much now but it still does you um, you were Always in the top classes. Anyone from UCL that went into any of the other schools, Jerry O'Neill had us all at the top of the game. You could do anything, right? Same with all the schools back then. They focused on a smaller yeah spectrum, and then obviously hurling has suffered a little over the last number of years because all of this kind of stuff at the don't be putting too much pressure. Blah blah. blah. Back years ago. There was... Hurling was the, nearly the fourth subject. Go out and hurl. It, it, it never affected the too much, like, the guy who th- wasn't really into hurling. He went on to be working the central bank. It, his hurling days never... He probably... A few of them probably resent going out and having to hurl. But the vast majority were out playing. It was grand. There was no issues. Now there's, like... Oh, Participation and don't upset this lad and that lad. Primary school should be like that. You should be the main subjects, have your sport, everyone fit, and that's the way it should be. It shouldn't be, oh, we'll do 20 minutes of this. I'm Matt's teacher. You wrote, learn your times tables, four by four, eight by eight. You know the answers. There's lads coming in from primary schools now, whatever way oh you can't be getting lads to do their times tables out like if you don't know your times tables you haven't <laughs> the foundation you can't do anything else you know what I mean that's that's the way things are going there's there's this culture of oh go, take the easy way and go around the side some things just need to be learned and they need to be learned well and everything leads into another so all this like oh let Johnny off with this let Laura off with this. It leads into this culture of by the time the Leavencer comes around Oh this Just Give needs her
0: Hogan, give her the exam This of. needs to
1: be easier. This needs to be easier. And then eventually what what are you left with? You're left with nothing. So Oh, I am I gotta I going to
0: switch off because um, I'm going to switch off the hurling, school, education, everything, and just 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 for the last couple of minutes to we'll chat with you there because I don't want your head to explode <laughs> either. But you're a big football fan as well. You like your soccer. Yeah. Um, would you have a team of passion that you 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 know? Is there a club team that you support more? Or is there a soccer
1: team that you look loved? Man United growing up. Cantona, Keane, Gigs, all that kind of crew. Um, fell out love with now I just kinda of support the Irish football team, which is like supporting paying dry, but uh I get I get crack out going to the matches and stuff like that. Do you go to any of the away games? I go to as many as I can, yeah. I, I'd be a massive fan of the Irish soccer team, um, yeah. myself and I travel to as
0: many of the games as I can away and at home and I love the trips and all that, but Stephen Kenny's appointment as the Irish Soccer Manager, John. Um, Fabulous for the f a i Great coup d'etat To bring in such a high profile person as Well Stephen. if you go
1: back over the last 20 years Brian Kerr had the highest Managerial success rate And There was this thing Oh he came from the League of Ireland Got rid of him And Stephen's got the worst Stephen's got the worst And he'll be got rid of Because He's after coming from The League of Ireland And I think he's I think he's surviving Because he came from the League of Ireland Because if that uh, was I Giovanni Trapattoni, That was in that role there now I think it's, it's the case now that it's we haven't the money or anything to go out and get a big name or anything like that from the things that have happened over the years. Um, where, 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 like, and I don't want to go into a
0: forty-four. But minute I, debate. I, I
1: still think Stephen Kenny is a great manager, and the way he's trying to play, we were a poke of a ball for want of a better word away from beating uh, Slovakia to get to the Euros. Now we were the better team that night. All these league of Nations matches are Mickey Mouse, yeah. Like whatever, we bet five nil, ten nil, it doesn't matter. On the day that mattered, which was the playoff game, we were so close to winning. I know we didn't. We did. Connor Huren missed an unbelievable bad chance. Yeah, we, no, like like you can you can dress uh, it up. Um, I think we're playing people. better football, and ah here, like, what, what? <laughs> what, <laughs> we don't have to play. We right? haven't scored any goals. No, we haven't. No. <laughs> 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 oh, on that day. We nearly did. Oh, we nearly, we nearly scored did. A goal. Like, we're accepting. You know, look like, is a part of it. Like we could have, we could be on the high now heading to the Euros. If Mick McCarthy had stayed in charge till the end of the championships, quite possibly well, he shouldn't have been got rid of at that time. That was the most ridiculous I 100% thing. I 100 agree with you, um, but he was got rid of because I don't know why. Because there was like media, with Stephen Kearney, media were putting pressure. There was a certain element wanted McCarthy out. Kennedy. Just because they didn't like McCarthy, Maybe from Saipan or whatever. But see Mick McCarty
0: like I wouldn't be a fan of Mick McCarthy, but Mick McCarthy is proving me and any doubt or wrong at the moment because he
1: is doing some wonderful job at Cardiff City. But there's sure, six weeks ago he was uh, getting sacked by Apple Nicosia. Yeah. yeah. And it was like everyone was saying ah, he's a busted flush. Yeah. McCarthy, look, look why you're doing it.
0: But Stephen Stephen's, Stephen's been thrown into a role. I met him a couple of times um, and he's a lovely man. And, and, and Shane and the lads have noticed that I, that I do like him as a, as a man. And there's lots of people I like. Hmm. Um, but nice people, you can be nice and be brilliant at something and you can be nice and just not, you can be out of your depth. Stephen's out of his depth as the Irish soccer manager and we can dream that he'll get us playing like Brazil. We can dream that. Yeah. But what the reality is, is when you have to come, when you have... You have to work with what you have in front of you and we don't have the Brazilian-esque style players to do the teak-a-taka football like the Man City team. We can dream that mm. and Stephen did that with Dundalk. He went to Dunfermline in Scotland and was humiliated there. Got yeah. in the cup final but got relegated the same season. Disaster. He's managing our nation now a team that you love and you go to watch and yeah you're telling me we uh, went at the Ireland-Germany game when we beat Germany 1-0 in the Aviva Stadium. Uh, Shane I, Long scored a bush. I missed
1: it ahead of York, but yeah I, I, I brought my kids to kid under
0: both of them fell asleep both of them fell asleep either side of me in the Aviva Stadium I had two kids asleep we were that Germany battered us Killian, the youngest lad got under the seat and fell asleep <laughs> Light on the ground and there was another mate of mine with me and his son who was under the seat asleep as well and me and my mate were oh. and the Aviva's a cold cold plan. oh horrible and next thing bang goal First I'd say it was our only shot in the whole match Bang goal 1-1-0 I know Yeah, Ask me What would I have preferred To have played lovely football that night And got bet 5-0 by Germany Or win 1-0 with Shane Long's goal I'd have taken
1: the 1-0 every day Oh yeah But like That's the Irish football team You're You're hoping for the best Like everyone Like We got to the last one 2002 I was 14 Then Now it's 2022 and if we're bet by Serbia next week, it's game over, more or less. When we're uh, bet by Serbia next week? When we're bet by, <laughs> <laughs> when we're bet by Serbia. And then 22 becomes 2026. 20, we're going to go, our whole, the rest of our lives is going to be gone without a World Cup at the way things are going. So yeah, well, like We were robbed in France, in fairness. Uh, we the, were. The Euros, Henri handling and the ball. We was, would, we, they lost every match because of the controversy and it just lingered on that whole scandal kept going and it got worse. Whereas you yeah, had Duff in his prime well they were probably just about nearly over their prime, but they were they I oh, know you're the right team there, yeah, yeah in fairness. Duff, Keane, Shay Given, um, um, Richard Dunn, and they were all kinda of, that was their they and they, if they had to get to the World Cup they would have done alright. But Do you worry for the team though? Like if you look at it now. If you, oh yeah, like they're on about Trey Parrot and a few other oh. younger lads I'd love these lads to be brilliant but God I've seen an Irish the the Irish squad
0: it's not officially named yet now I see the lads that are out injured but when they name the squad there's going to be about 14 players in that squad I'm waiting for the day that I see John Mulhall Kilkenny Night Owls League number 26 because that is what we're getting to now with some of the junk that we're bringing into that Irish squad we can't have that few professional soccer players in the country
1: no yeah and it's, it's, it's not going to be this squad is going to be poor Like, you give them a shot
0: if you gave you the call?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah I probably would have but, but, uh, <laughs> um yeah I'll sure look hopefully to do alright And John to, to finish up with
0: you tonight because you, you've been you've been great cracking you've been very honest and genuine with us but kind of two questions number one is do you look back do you look back on 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 your your you're 32 now 33 yeah do you look back on your life and think you know i i i don't i don't I, up to now in sport i i i actually think i did i did as good as i am or i i i i'd be very you know i'm yeah. happy where I was you know that's the first question i'd ask you would you be would you be happy that you kind
1: of the only regret i have is that with the club, with St Martins, we probably had a team that was competitive. And in, say, from 20, 2007 to 2014, we were there, like, there was Carrie Shock, Pally Hale, and Clara. And 2013 was our, really our year. And we were bet by Clara by a couple of points. And that kind of haunts me. I think you were at Richie Power and that still haunts him. Other than that, that I won one All-Ireland was enough any of that like stuff there was no regrets whatsoever one was enough for me one or ten doesn't matter so yeah other than that club thing not winning a senior or a county final that's the only that's the one big regret you'd have that's the only regret the only regret sorry yeah yeah, yeah. so like and like you still (laughs) you can always you're 32 or whatever you're intermediate but we have a few young lads coming, you're like, just winning intermediate I still have four years left. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's always that little bit of does Whereas, that drive you on whereas in comparison, if you have I have no injuries, never I like I feel like I could go up till forty four. Whereas then you have Richie Power who can't ever play again. Yeah. And he's thirty five. You know what I mean? Like so I'm who's luckier? Oh no, 100%. you know what I mean? Like Richie Power, like, the greatest skill he was as good as anyone that era. And like he has, he has those. He can't play again. Whereas, I I'll never be injured. I will gotta touch wood, but like I, I don't think I will anyway because I just have never had a He's history. He's just been
0: lucky that way, yeah. And then the the, the, the final kind of question that I'd put to you is like you you you've went over to the dark side a little bit in the last twelve or eighteen months and started doing a bit of officiating uh, and refereeing in games, um, like. Am I going to get to see John Mulhall referee in an All-Ireland Final? Is that where we're going? You know, ultimately, because I, I know by you, you're a driven guy. I'm sure you, you've you never looked at anything and said, you
1: know, I want to be really average at this. No, I... A senior county final now would do me. Yeah. That's 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 my limitation. And how were you as a player with referees? Uh, I don't think I've ever been sent off. And were you... Like, would you be vocal? With, like, I'm a disaster now and I know that. Uh, well... Anyone who knows me, like I'm vocal with my own team, which is mental because I'd be giving out to them all loads of them. For and when I've been like kind of involved with teams, and I'm a, when I'm on a sideline, I'm all like praise and well done and come on Johnny. Keep yeah, going on. And then when I'm on a field, like I'm like, oh, for F's sake, you should have passed it to <laughs> Jimmy. And I'm a terrible to play with. But then when I'm on the sideline, it's grand. And then refereeing, then. Like, it's unbelievable. I'd be at like matches in Jenkins and some riddle lad shouts in, Oh, you should have given a free ride. I was like, Are you blind? He'd You'd shoved be you. back. Yeah. <laughs> like, he shoved your man over. It's clear as day. Like, and what level have you refereed to so far? is it? Just underage and a couple of like junior league matches, but like. T- it's. A, <laughs> I'm are not going ju- like, to put it out there that it seems that hard like a free is a free like and like <laughs> a free is a free Paul Cal probably is the best right refereeing Kenny in my book the game goes on right obviously he has control of the game nothing mental happens right if something mental happens you work away with that but like kind of do you know when a lad touches the hurl and touches the hurler and they hear the noise and then most rest blood the as are free now like what the hell let the big game go like if it's not a clear and obvious foul yeah, yeah. foul it's not free like it might maybe be in the later exact letter of the law now you try and let the game progress Yeah, flow as much as you can the way it was in the 90s and early 2000s the way the games has gone now like just at a county, county level, they too nitpicky. There, get hurling is about that. It was never meant to be. It's not. A, it's the only game in the world that's like that. And well, like I spoke to, um, I spoke to,
0: I'm going to say Richie Power, and Richie Power had suggested to me we were on about referees. It was definitely Richie Power, and and he, he said it pains him a little bit. The level of inconsistency with referees, and it, it is something I've noticed myself that you you go out some weeks and you have a referee let the game flow, and the following week you have a referee that's just unbelievably nitpicky. And but, but the did, point didn't yeah, yeah, The point that Richie had pointed to me was that Ned Quinn had said to him, "Why don't you go refereeing, uh, Richie, and 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 do that?" And Richie said, "No bloody way, you know, I wouldn't do it." And we we kind of laughed about it, but. I'm not going to get into consistencies with referees because I have a championship to play this year and I don't want to fall out (laughs) with anybody but what I would say is why aren't more players you know willing to come back in that role or in that context like
1: I can't I'm I'm trying to think of See I've got enough abuse in life that doesn't really affect me like you know like ah match if someone's roaring in now I've done very little refereeing but like any of the where someone is shouting in at me and they're shouting in something nonsensical I'm after giving a decision which I think is right and I'd like to think it is right do you know what I mean <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm not I'm looking at the thing your man shoved them over the lad in the other team who's the free being given against is like what the hell are you doing I was like that's what happened whereas sometimes when you're a referee when you're looking at other matches or some something might happen you're like what what was the free for or you know and then you're like Oh, but so because, frustratingly. But you've been in a stand,
0: you've been you've been in a pitch. You've played in matches. Yeah. And you've watched referee makes a referee making horrible mistakes. Um Richie Hogan got sent off in an all ireland final. I think rightly so. But I'm the only person in Kilkenny that thinks he got <laughs> sent off. Um and, and no, don't get me wrong, that's a dirty l- player. Th-
1: at that level, I think it's so much worse. Did you think it was a red card? At the time. uh I wouldn't have given a red card for that. You wouldn't have. No. See, I think the, I think it was a foul. Yeah, but I think and then when the, you bring in I know the there's a, a foul and there's the rules, the <clears throat> rule book, and if you applied the exact rule, yeah, there'd never be a match played. Right. You know what I mean? Like Richie Hogan, for the sake of the game, the common sense. Right? Would not send him off. Yeah. Whereas if he obviously, but like then there's people say, oh. He did, he might have obviously meant to do it and then, like, it's all up to interpretation. Well, you, there's nobody who's going to know. Like, I don't believe Richie if, intentionally went Yeah. So that if, guy. That's not true. All right, Richie didn't get sent off. Could anyone one dollar earn sure everyone tib would have been going absolutely mental yeah but you could have had the
0: argument that Barra could have been sent off earlier for the hit on Richie yeah if you were going to send Richie off but, the, 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 mm. but getting, getting off topic though like i don't believe any referee no. goes out not, to not. make a mistake or to no
1: it's the pressure coming down from on high to say you have to do you have to be really strict with this and this and this whereas every person if you were to say Lay out your five best hurling matches of the last 20 years and just say Galway, Kenny, 05 was like 520 to yeah. five, 420 or whatever. And if you probably went back in that match there was probably very little freeze or the game was just, was just Mun- flow those monster finals man. of 04 all those matches when it was a golden age of refereeing probably they, they weren't blowing that much but they were blowing what they had to blow. Like Few lads jostling in the middle of the field, and but are, are like do do
0: do do referees like I, I I look at the rugby referees I hate rugby referees in particular they're my least favorite referee oh, yeah. and it's but because the element, them. the level of respect is unreal it is but like I mean it comes back to this whole bullshit about rugby players about they're so respectful and they're such great guys them oh, them yeah. rugby players that they're just nine, brilliant yeah. it is you know sir excuse me sir ask me like what I will say to you is when I see the likes of. Um, the Welsh referee um, not Nigel Owens the other guy the Welsh referee that yeah, just yeah. retired there yeah. yeah and come on boys get up you're not soccer players this type of stuff yeah, yeah. every time I see him I think I won't our, get started on rugby because my views on rugby are kind of I don't but like but do you know me. what I mean like is is it is it not true to say it? do you not think like I read an article from a referee in the GEA during the start of COVID saying he wasn't going to referee games during COVID because of X, Y yeah, and yeah, Z and yeah. it was on safe and, all that. and now he's back refereeing yeah. matches and all this and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself Go out and referee the game I don't need to know who you are where you're from what oh, you do if you're a guy seen. with a whistle you shouldn't even be seen the only thing I should see is you're in the middle with a whistle go out and referee the game and go home this they're, they're making The way do you train a
1: ref and I haven't done that many matches but is show them these are the five games of hurling that went as well as possibly could you need to keep control of the game and not be seen Right. So, (laughs) there's every things that can be let go in the sake of the game and the flow of a game. Just use your head. Don't feel on pressure to give decisions that oh you need to blow four steps and all this stuff. That ruins the game. Like obviously the hand pass, right? Do it once, right? Your man hand passes. Any of those hand passes, because that's one thing that's the big one of the last five years. Yeah. People throwing the ball. Like, do it once at the very start. Every single lad sees that. Like, every hurler that's playing a match sees Johnny's after giving a free. The very next play, the next lad who hand passes will do the hand pass, right? It's like, it works like clockwork. They will give the hand pass, right? Have you ever... Like, oh yeah, no, no, you're 100%. I've seen it a million times. So, yeah, yeah obviously, start a game. Do that. Blow the free. It was a free. He didn't. He threw it. And that sorts it. All these little things. Four steps. If a lad takes something like that, they, you can miss the 12 step because he's running in goal. Because you get lost in... He's running past the lad and whatever. But in the, if he did in the middle of the field... You'll notice it. You know what I mean? So it's a kind of a... You have to blow them up on these things and try and nail it at the start and hopefully it works out. No, well, John, first of all, I, I really do hope that we
0: get you to referee one of our games this year in the Championship <laughs> and you let as much go as you can in our direction. Uh, that would be ideal. But genuinely, it's been it's been really good crack and thanks a million for coming in and having a chat with us tonight. Uh, so. I, I do appreciate it. You're very open and honest and look, hopefully all this COVID things will blow over and uh, you'll, you'll, you'll get to be back in the night giving me a lesson on a soccer pitch some night <laughs> alright sound no, that's brilliant that, that is fun. of course John Mulhall there joining me tonight and uh, we'll be back next week with somebody else a big surprise coming up next week we'll hopefully be bringing in one of the ladies from the GEA to have a good chat with us about all things GEA